Before we begin, I'd like to apologize for yesterday's recording, which went on for 44 minutes. Now, usually I am acutely aware of the time, and I'm not sure how I let that slip. I was talking for what I assumed was maybe 15 or 20 minutes, and so after the recording, when it came time to upload, I was shocked that it was um, 44 minutes. However, some of you who listened to the podcast recording stayed on till the end, and I'd like to say thank you very much for your time and attention, and in future recordings, I'll try to be much more mindful of your time. I had been doing a good job keeping it to uh, between 10 to 20 minutes, and so I'll try and get it back on track, starting with today's episode. Now, um, most likely, um, if you're like the average person, you probably have a diary, you have a list of activities, you have some scribbles somewhere about things that you have to get done. Now, there are a few people who try to freestyle their way um, through life and do get some business um, success. And when that happens, it's really commendable and it's fun to watch, but it's not for everybody. So I would recommend that you try and find something that suits your fancy. Some people journal, some people have diaries. Um, Currently, I use... Uh, Google Calendar is rigged up to my phone calendar. I used Google Calendar before then. I used Evernote. So whatever it is, um, whether I use Post-it notes, uh, just find something that uh, catches your fancy, something that's reliable and repeatable that you can use and that deals with your situation right now, where you are in business. So don't go and get all those um, fancy, expensive uh, CRM software and uh, all those things. You're probably not uh, there yet because those are much more enterprise type things you know um, businesses with hundreds of salespeople and thousands of clients and things like that so until you get to that level there's no point for all that kind of um, wizardry and gadgetry so just look for something that it's um, easy to use and I'd recommend that that's how you run your day-to-day now for most people you um, at some point you end up being demotivated at best or depressed at the very worst and that's uh, for a number of reasons but one of the most common reasons why this happens is because you're probably not focused on revenue generating activities so you wake up you have your diary you have your planner your google calendar your evernote your whatever it is and then you have pretty routine stuff there like um, maybe do your kids homework Uh, let's see what else Um, PTA meeting uh, and then maybe a few other things that you scheduled here and there that are business related but don't necessarily lead to income now I'm not saying that hanging out with your friends or homework or the PTA is not important those things are really really important but unless we fill up our um, schedules our diaries our planners our scrapbook whatever it is that we use unless we fill that up with revenue generating activities At some point, we're going to get demotivated because we're not doing stuff that moves the needle in the right direction. Now, how do you define revenue-generating activities? That depends on the particulars and the specifics of your uh, business. So, there are some things that a wedding planner might think is a revenue-generating activity that a wedding photographer might not think is. But, as a general rule, um, as a principle, Revenue-generating activities are things you do that help you look for people to talk to. And then trying to get those people to take action 
and also getting them to bring their friends, their families and their associates. So let me repeat that. Revenue generating activities are things that you do that are looking for people to talk to, getting them to take action and getting them to bring their friends, their family and their associates. So I'll leave it up to you guys to define the specifics. So I don't have a problem with attending wedding fairs or bridal fairs, bridal expos, whatever it is that you call them. And I am just waiting for uh, the scene to open up in Abuja again. And I'm going to be right back um, in the mix. So whether it's a wet expo, if they decide to give Abuja another shot, or whether Hilton Wedding Fair comes back online, or the Brides and Babies Wedding Fair comes back online, I'm going to be uh, right back at it. Because for me, uh, that's one of my revenue-generating activities. I'm looking for people to talk to, and we often have... Uh, qualified brides and grooms um, running around those sorts of uh, events because they are looking for credible vendors so that they can plan their wedding history. So for me that's a revenue generating activity. Now some of you are really big um, with uh, online stuff, um, Instagram. Uh, it reminds me about uh, an associate, uh, gosh I can't remember her name, Virgo. I think it's Virgo. She's a dec uh, decor person who does work in Abuja and I think out of Lagos as well. I think the last time we spoke, but that was a long time anyway, because I don't think we've spoken in uh, a year. Let's say a year. So last time I spoke with her, she was doing some business out of um, Lagos. And then uh, there's also uh, this lady, um, Ijoma, uh, Ijoma Paul, uh, Paula's Cakes. We've also had some business uh, conversations as well. Um, I think although our conversation was mostly around WhatsApp, but uh, the bottom line, what I'm trying to say is that there's some of you who are not really into uh, in-person, face-to-face kind of stuff. Some of you are really into that uh, online um, WhatsApp thing. And so for someone like Ijoma Paul, uh, that's of Paula's Cakes, all the time she spends on uh, Instagram and WhatsApp for her is a revenue generating activity and people have ways to make it work for them. So there's some people who take time to DM um, people, uh, DM is direct message. That's the messaging feature on Instagram. So people DM, um, uh, respond, you know, wake up in the morning, start responding to DMs or DM people who like uh, and share uh, and things of that nature. Um, try and build engagement on their page. So if that's the sort of thing that works for you, because the last time I spoke to um, Virgo, uh, I think um, she said 80% of her business was coming in through the Instagram ads that she places. So for someone like her, you wake up in the morning and you're responding to DMs. That's revenue generating activities. And it might seem like a slog, but eventually the pings start coming in people start booking orders and uh, you know it gets you motivated and that gives you the it gives you the vigor and the verb that you need to keep on with the hustle today tomorrow and uh, the day after so revenue generating activities um, it depends on your sale philosophy what's working for you in the business but the bottom line is you should fill up your calendar your schedule your journal, your scrapbook, your goal book, your whatever it is that you use. Just make sure that the activities that are helping you look for people to talk to, getting them to take action. And getting them to take action could be uh, booking the meeting. It doesn't necessarily have to be um, paying the deposit. Because before the customer pays the deposit, there are a couple of things that happen um, before that. Sometimes it might be a phone call, uh, they speak with you. Sometimes it's um, a sample viewing 
if you're a decor person, uh, they come over to your office and they look at sample fabrics or floor layout plans and things like that. So it depends. Well, bottom line is get them to take action. So if they've come in through Instagram and usually what works for you is that the next thing is a phone call, then you have to get them to take action so that you guys hop on that phone call so that you can discuss. For those of you who prefer the in-person thing and then the next step is uh, you go to their office or they come to yours, then get them to take action and uh, do that, uh, the in-person um, visit. And then finally, getting them to bring friends, family and associates. Now this is more of a customer success thing and that is something that I spoke about a couple of episodes prior. Um, if you didn't listen to the episode, then when you're done listening to this, just hop back to the menu, uh, scroll down. Eventually, you see um, a couple of episodes that have customer success in the title, and then listen to that. Now, customer success is a term or it's a philosophy that our brothers in the tech space um, use um, because tech people, they're very aware that if someone buys your software, you don't just celebrate and say, okay, that's the end. Because if the person buys the software but never uses it or uses it but does not derive value from it, then the sale is not complete. Because if the person never uses it, the person is not going to come back and continue the subscription. If the person uses it and does not derive value from it, it's the same. The person is not going to continue with the subscription and the person is not going to refer you to other people to download the app or to go on and buy that service. So our brothers and sisters in the tech space have this philosophy of customer success and that is that once the person uh, transfers, once the person makes the deposit, you want to do absolutely everything in your power to make sure that they derive value from the situation and when they do, they're going to bring in um, their friends, their family and their associates. You're going to get repeat business. So it's not just about the 10K that you're going to get from this transaction or the 100k that you get from this transaction, but to make sure that this person who has dropped 100k in profits with you right now brings friends, family, and associates that also bring in, you know, 50k, 100k, or whatever it is that your profit margin happens to be on the transaction. So customer service, um, customer success, and customer service activities, in my own opinion, some of you might disagree, are revenue-generating activities because I want to make sure that they enjoyed the photography session, that they loved the album, uh, that they give you rave reviews on Google, and that they remember two or three people who they think you should talk to, maybe members of the bridal train or another family member who is um, getting married. So those are in my own opinion, revenue-generating activities as well. Anyway, we're all adults, we're all reasonably sharp, so I'll leave it to you guys to determine according to your own uh, business and your own circumstance what a revenue-generating activity is. But the next time you're feeling demotivated, realize that it probably could be because of this reason that you don't have enough revenue-generating activities lined up and you should get some more. Of course, uh, there's also a mental health um, aspect um, to this. So if you're facing um, severe uh, depression, then it's not just about uh, listening to podcasts and then motivational videos and things like that. Um, uh, therapeutic help is available. Um, I know from first-hand experience when road safety harassed me into taking a a uh, mental assessment because of a traffic violation. Yeah, they forced me not just me, anyway, a couple of us that day, we had to see a psychiatrist to be sure that we are not mad. So uh, so I can assure you from first-hand experience that we have those professionals available. I don't know about 
my assumption is that since um, we got a psychiatrist who was able to see um, all of us that day, those of us who are traffic offenders at Gariki Hospital in Area 3, my assumption is that if you're based in Enugu, uh, Port Harcourt, Lagos, or wherever, that if you go to one of those government hospitals, it, uh, it probably will be the same. Registration was not expensive. I think um, opening your form or opening your file with Gariki uh, Hospital was, uh, I think was 2,000 or maybe 5,000. And I can't remember how much consultation was, but um, if you're going through a really rough patch and you think you're um, clinically depressed or it could be something a whole lot more, then don't just rely on this episode and uh, watching Zig Ziglar videos on YouTube. Just go and uh, speak to a mental health professional and then they'll um, set you right along and you'll be on the path to recovery so that we can continue growing our businesses, growing our profits and growing and developing our lives and our families. So thank you very much for listening to the Sales for the Nigerian Wedding Industry podcast. I'm your host, Abuja-based event and wedding photographer, Tavishima Ayede. Thank you for your time and attention. I'll catch you guys at the next episode.